millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I believe in looking at a situation, getting the facts and trying to fix it. Um, Have I had adversity? Yeah. Yeah. I've had quite the journey with quite a few people. It's not been easy, but it's been great fun. I don't think easy is what I would be after anyway. I like the fight. Hello and welcome back. This week's guest is the makeup artist Trish McAvoy, who founded her eponymous range in 1975 in New York and has seen it go from strength to strength. Now, I think the reason for Trish's brand survival in a famously fickle industry is that the products really, really work. So I know, and makeup lovers will know, that if you go to a Trish McAvoy counter and you buy an eyeliner, a blush, a mascara, whatever it may be, that it will do three things. It will go on really easily and really nicely. It will absolutely stay put and the colour will stay true. And this integrity definitely comes from Trish herself. She speaks during this interview about being someone who knew who she was from a very young age and had passion and was unafraid to fight for what she believed in and what she wanted. She also speaks about lots of other things about her life philosophies and how she was spurred on from a very young age by tragedy. And she also speaks in a section that I found particularly brilliant in a very no-holds-barred way, by the way, which is Trish's way in general about ageing. So here's Trish on her beautiful life. So let's talk about the young Trish then, the pre-makeup mm-hmm. There Trish. was no pre-makeup Trish. Okay. There was absolutely There was always no. makeup Trish. Mm-hmm. Well, I have in my first book, The Power of Makeup, a picture of me, I think I was three, with full makeup on. Wow. There was no pre-makeup. Were you always I, good I at it? out of the womb with makeup. Okay, excellent. I, I always minute. loved it. Okay. Yeah. Were you good at it when you were younger? Well, we always think we're good at everything, don't we? But are there any pictures where you think, oh my God, what was oh, I thinking? there are pictures of, oh my God. Yeah, I'll show you one later. Okay. I was an Anne Klein ad, and never again will I be, you know, a girl with short hair and red lips. So you were in an Anne Klein ad. So I was. This, so tell me what happened. So you grew up in Berlin. I grew up, no, I, I lived in Berlin mm-hmm. until um, I was six. Okay. Yeah, then I then. moved to France. Mm-hmm. And at 12, I moved to the USA. Okay. Yeah. With your mom? With my mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what happened after that? So you went to high school? I, after that, I um, went to school mm-hmm. in Atlanta, moved to Richmond, Virginia, worked behind a cosmetic counter. Okay. And went to um, a liberal arts school for like one second. And um, I was very, very fortunate that I worked for a company that really helped my career tremendously. At a very young age, I started not only working behind the counter, but I was able to then move from that to public speaking and doing television and okay. on a very local level. Is it, mm-hmm. where, where did this go? So you talk about makeup confidence, but it mm-hmm. sounds like you were always very confident. Was that just I was in your always, DNA? I was always someone, I don't know if I was always 
confident. Mm. I was always someone that visualized okay. what I wanted out of life. Um, and I think with that and being gutsy, mm-hmm. that gave me confidence. Okay. Because as I became more and more gutsy and I saw that nothing was that big a deal, mm-hmm. I always felt that it was very important to understand that you have to be the strongest that you can be in life. And if you're strong, then everything comes. And you really have to build yourself every day mm-hmm. and strengthen yourself every day, yeah. Do you remember when you started doing makeup? Mm-hmm. When was that sort of... Oh, I, I've been doing makeup my whole life, truth, okay. truthfully. Just, but yeah. were and you doing people... So you are doing people initially in, in, at a cosmetics counter, and then yes, how and did that progress? I was at a cosmetic counter for... A year. Mm-hmm. I then um, moved to New York, and um, what I then became was a traveling makeup artist. Mm-hmm. From that, I um, went into product development. I um, was very, very fortunate that I did a lot of public speaking, little groups, then bigger groups, mm-hmm. and it just evolved. So, when you were first doing makeup, then and you were traveling mm-hmm. as a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have a... Because I very much think now there's a Trish McAvoy look mm-hmm. in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, you can obviously play with colours and the look, mm-hmm. but, you know, there's a kind of this beautiful, confident, strong eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was that the kind of makeup you were doing? The makeup that I always did was makeup that really enhanced the way a woman wanted to project herself. Right. I, I, it, you know, I think makeup is very personal, what I specialized in was making the skin look good, um, to really show women how to bring out their eyes, mm-hmm. their lips. But more than anything, I really believe in leveling, level one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. And women are very, very different. There are some women that are level one, and they're just out the door. Okay. One size doesn't fit all. Mm-hmm. Level two is someone that would never leave you know, her home without her makeup on. Yeah. So that's a different type of lesson. And level three are the girls that today watch YouTube for hours at a time. Mm-hmm. So what I always taught was what they wanted to learn. Right. I wouldn't okay. teach someone that wanted extreme eyeshadow um, just how to even out her skin. Yeah. I, I listened to what she wanted to learn. Okay, so you're all about giving the woman what they want, which is effectively what you turn into Teaching business. them how to get the best version mm-hmm. of what they want. So when you're doing makeup, mm-hmm. in your head at this point, were you thinking, yeah, this is great, but, you know, like, this concealer, I could really do something better, was it? No, it didn't start that way. It was, okay. it was much more... Um, I had a tragedy, <clears throat> excuse me, in my life, and... My brother died, mm-hmm. and he was 12. And I realized that you really only have one life, and there are no guarantees. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't want to work for anybody. And I had been at Revlon at that time in product development. Mm-hmm. And um, I realized that I wanted to take my own journey. So I stopped working. At that time, I met my husband. And... Um, he was always very, very supportive. One day I said, I'm going to get a job today. I, I've always been someone that could almost visualize what could happen. And I walked into a drugstore. This is a true story. Um, on Madison Avenue. And there were these fabulous models and fabulous society women in this drugstore. It was very plain and nothing special. And I was speaking to the girl behind the counter. And she asked me about my background. And... Um, I told her, she said, well, why don't you work here? So um, I'm like, 
okay, but I can only work part-time. And I worked four hours a day. And I really met the most amazing women. I was able to do Jackie Kennedy's makeup, yeah. her aunt Lily Auchincloss. I met makeup people like Sandy Lindner at that time, um, hair people like Howard Fugler, and um, stylists like Maripol. And um, it was amazing. I met these people in three months. And um, I was booked. You couldn't get an appointment with me. And in the evening, I did photo shoots. So I'm like, wow, this is really cool. And I went to the owner of this, of this place, and I said, listen, I can do something here that could really take you to another level. Mm-hmm. But I need a raise. He said no to the raise, and he said no to what I could do. And I walked out with my book with every name of everyone that I had done makeup on. I saw my business. And um, I was very fortunate that um, a lot of the clients that I had were women from all over the United States. So I started doing house parties. Mm-hmm. And um, I then had the very good fortune of my husband looking for a bigger office. So what was your husband doing? Dermatologist. Okay. And um, he found this phenomenal space, and he couldn't find a doctor to take the other side of the office, so I took it. <laughs> And we were one of the first Medispas okay. ever. So people were coming and see him about their skin mm-hmm. and then going then to you for makeup. Exactly. And I was very lucky again that I met this wonderful woman. She's still one of my best friends today, Connie Cook. And um, she became one of Halston's muses. There were four of them. And she sent every model of that time to me, every model, and um, my stylist friend introduced me to fabulous people. Um, this one woman that used to play music at the clubs, um, her name is Madonna. And um, yeah, it, it was just... That's incredible. Incredible. Was there ever a point at which, you, I mean, the word self-assurance comes to mind when I think about the way you're talking about your passport. Was there ever a moment that you thought, oh, this is Jackie Kennedy, or, oh, you know... When I, you I, I, I think that every day. Okay. I always think that. I, I never take uh, anything for granted. Mm-hmm. I, I always find fascinating. You know, here I am living this incredible life, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about moments of uncertainty in business? Were there things that... What did you come up against? I didn't against? have uncertainty ever. I okay. don't believe in uncertainty. I believe in looking at a situation, mm-hmm. finding out what's right or wrong, mm-hmm. and then getting the facts and trying to fix it. Um, have I had adversity? Yeah. yeah. I had a CFO that tried to totally rob me of all my product. Okay. Yes, I did. And, I, yeah, I've had quite the journey with quite a few people. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you know, it's how you look at your situation and then put controls in place so that couldn't happen again. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's not been easy, but it's been great fun. I don't think easy is what I would be after anyway. Okay. You know, I I, I like the fight. Yeah, you're not afraid of it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Oh. Tell me about makeup planners. Well, I was on vacation mm-hmm. and um, I was at this hotel and I had makeup all over my sink. And um, my husband just said there had to be a better way. And at mm-hmm. that time, we were all using Filofaxes, which is an organizational system. Was this the 80s then? Yes. Yeah, because yes. my sister had a Filofax. Yes. It was a big deal. Exactly. Yeah. So I came back and I had my two people that have been with me forever, um, Jerry and Joanne, and we were like, we've got to think of something here. And we came up with this concept. Okay. And was it an instant hit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of the first customizational mm-hmm. makeup pieces. Yeah. Um, what we've always been is very much ahead of the curve. We were the first with, one of the first, not the first, sure, more, I think, was the first, but we we're one of the first with high quality makeup brushes. Mm-hmm. Um, we were the f- one of the first with Medi Spas. Mm-hmm. We were one of the first with um, organizational system customization. We were one of the first pharmaceutical, cosmeceutical companies. So we've always been ahead of the curve. Yeah. We've never um, had a lot of noise around us. Mm-hmm. So it's always been, we've been on the radar, but more under the radar at the same time. Mm, it's yeah. kind of like a workhorse, isn't it? Like right. you want something that's reliable. Right, exactly. You can trust right. the products. People sometimes accuse makeup of masking beauty or being something that women are enslaved to now. And I'm thinking particularly of the YouTube well, tutorials. I, th- I, think, I think, you know, I think beauty can mask a lot. I think beauty can mask pain. I think beauty can mask uncertainty. And sometimes masking isn't bad. Sometimes it isn't. And I think, you know, when you look at the YouTube videos and you see, you know, these young girls that maybe never saw themselves as pretty and that they're able to, I don't look at it as masking, I look at it more as um, adorning Mm -hmm. themselves and then looking at themselves through a different lens. I think it's very empowering. And once you understand that how you look does affect how you feel about yourself, I think, and you become more comfortable with that, I think then you take it more at ease. We all speak about, oh, makeup is enhancing, it's only enhancing, but that's not really the case. Mm -hmm. I I do think that at times you have to just carry on. 
and you look at all these transgender, you know, people that, I mean, makeup is their honor. Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful, wonderful piece of honor. And then there are many other women that it's just a little pick-me-up. So yeah, so it can direct your mood as much as it can. It can yeah, yeah, it can totally direct your mood. And then there's makeup for reality and makeup that's more casual. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Dr. Prager. I want mm-hmm. to talk to you a bit about aging and how mm-hmm. the attitude towards it has changed a lot in the beauty industry. It has not. Do, do you not think? I think no, it really has. No. In in what sense? Because oh, and now we're saying okay, it's okay to take a picture of a woman that's older. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay to frame that woman as being a thing of beauty rather than... Oh, I think anyone that's good-looking has always been a thing of beauty. Okay. I, I, I think maybe it wasn't highlighted. Okay. But, I mean, I think a thing of beauty has always been a thing of beauty. I think okay. it's just that now we're talking about everything more. Mm-hmm. You know? We're maybe not only showing pictures of a young girl. I think we're still very youth-oriented. Yes. We are. And we can speak about someone more mature you know, being now more in the forefront of the different types of beauty. Mm-hmm. But I still feel that in today's world, youth represents peak. Mm-hmm. You know, you're at your peak when you're youthful. And I think everyone tries to hang on to their peak. When you're young, you're going towards your peak. And as you mature, you want to hold on to the peak. And there's nothing wrong with that. And call it youth, call it whatever, it's peak. Mm-hmm. And I think if we can be in peak performance, that's what it's all about, how we feel about ourselves. And you go for injectables. If you go to the right person, like mm-hmm. a Dr. Prager, you really get that natural look. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have some assistance, I would look 67. And I'm not talking about injectables. Just take my hair color away. Mm-hmm. I would be gray. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, at the end of the day, we're all looking to still hold on to that peak. But you talk about it as a thing of um, joy, a thing of, you know, something that you do in your sort of trademark strong way. But I worry about the fear element of it, because I think that if people want to embrace getting older, maybe they... Oh, I think, yeah. I think I'll bless them. Yeah. I think it's great. It's just not me. Okay, right. Yeah. yeah but no, the choice it, it, is a good thing. Oh, I think, yeah. I think too, I, I saw a woman today, she had gray hair, she she wore no makeup, she was very casual. I just thought she was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You have to be yourself. Yeah. Let's talk about the products that you've used then. Mm-hmm. So you were using, in the 70s, mm-hmm. before you had your makeup range, and before there were big brands, like now there's so many big brands, what were you using as makeup? What was the makeup that excited you? Oh, everything that excites me still today. I, I looked at everything around me. Mm-hmm. And um, I was always snooping around a cosmetic counter. Okay. And what excited me then was Maybelline mascara in the pink tube. I, yep. I just thought that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, what excited me then was um, the Nakeds, okay. um, which was um, part of the Ultima 2 line. And I was... Um, I was part of a very small group of people mm-hmm. that separated Ultima Two from Revlon, mm-hmm. and the Nakeds were really the forefront of every, all the natural that came later. 
And so when you were using those brands, mm-hmm. did you feel like they were sufficient? Or, again, was there well, any... I thought they were great. I, <laughs> okay. I, I did. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I thought... Oh. I always thought, mm, this is so fabulous. Mm-hmm. What, what can I do that would be a nice addition? Okay. And I, I never... I, I, always, I always thought what was out there was, like, getting better all the time. So it wasn't necessarily that you thought like today, there's a gap. Like today. Yeah. You know, you, you're looking at... Um, some of the brands that are showing a lot of glitter. Yeah. Back then, Madeleine Mono did that. Now, it, it, it was fun. Yeah. And today, it's just reborn. Yeah. So I always felt that what was out there was great, but what I wanted to do was either bring tools that would make the application easier. I wanted to make products that lasted longer. I, I looked for what would be the next generation mm-hmm. of what's out there. Tell me about your routine in your day that means that you Very can... Very fast. Okay, so what time are you getting up? What are you doing in the morning? I get up at 4.30. In the morning? Mm-hmm. What time do you go to bed? 11, 12, 1. I'm usually on the phone with um, Maria Kirby at 4.30 in the morning. Okay. She works for me here. So you get up at 4.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. and are you getting dressed straight away and ready for the day? Of course not. Okay. No, no. Well, no, I mean, no, 4.30 no. in the morning no, is so early. I, I have coffee. <laughs> okay. Then I usually um, call Maria. Then I do Jillian. Okay. This exercise app that okay. I do. Um, is it cardio or yoga? It's or? everything. Okay. Is it called Jillian? Yeah. Jillian. Jillian okay. Michaels. Yeah. yeah. I love it. And um, at 7 o'clock, 730 Lizzie and, and Haley come to my apartment. Okay. Oh, I've taken a shower, of course. Before yeah, there and, and done your makeup. Yeah. yeah, I'm very fast. Okay. How I, long does it take you to do your makeup out of interest? Five minutes. Okay. I'm someone that, I mean, I have the lash extension, so that mm-hmm. takes, you know, yeah, half the work out. away, right? Yeah. And I use a little bit of coverage and a little liner. And done? Yeah, yeah. more or less. Okay, and then 7.30, the girls come over, mm-hmm. and then... Mm-hmm. We start. Mm-hmm. Then I speak with um, the UK team, and, yeah, I speak to Danny and Jay and the group. Do you have a way of eating or a way of, um, I'm thinking drinking, but maybe not drinking? Oh, I love drinking. Oh, you like drinking? Oh, I love it. Okay, then how do you get up at 4.30 in the morning? Because <laughs> I'm not a drunk. Okay, fine. <laughs> so are we talking I, like... I, I, I like having, you know, a vodka on the rocks with okay. five lemons. And I like to have it almost every night, I must say. I am Irish. Okay. Yes. And do you... <laughs> just I have one life. I am not letting any dust okay, fine. collect. Your attitude is just the most immense thing. I feel like well, after this, like, I'm going to just put Trish in my truth, head. But it's the truth. How do you relax? I relax by doing what I'm doing right now. I don't need to relax. I don't even like really? relaxing. So you're not someone who needs to get into a bath full of aromatherapy or something? I'd kill myself. Oh, really? No, okay. it's just not me. What about, dare I ask, podcasts? Do you watch TV? Of course I do. Okay, so you do you, you do a bit of everything. You're not a disciplinarian when it comes to business or having a regime that serves you feeling, you know. Oh, oh I think I'm, I'm, I definitely think I'm tough. Mm-hmm. I'm very tough. Mm. Yeah, it I seems it. Yeah. Um, so you live in New York. Um, I, I wanted to ask you, as a native New Yorker, three places that people should go to eat, drink, and I, I, I love Indochine. What's that? And it's across the street from the public theater. Okay. And I love it because it's been around since I was young. Mm-hmm. And it looks exactly the same. The people look exactly the same. Um, the feeling is exactly the same. And the busboy that I knew 
when I first started going there, now owns it. And I met some of my dearest friends. Um, Robin of Me and Woe was the hostess, and now she's this wonderful designer. It's just a wonderful place with great creative people. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely love theater. So, you know, anything that has to Anything be. in New York, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what else? Any museum. Okay. And I just... You just walk around the museum. So then at the weekend, do you generally enjoy New York, or are you big on traveling? Both. Okay. Yeah, both. I, I like New York. I, I find that going to so many different sections of New York, you have a completely different feeling. Mm-hmm. I love it. And traveling, my goodness, who doesn't like to travel? Right? What's um, the best place you've ever been, if you had to recommend somewhere to someone in Europe, say? The Amalfi Drive. I mm. love the Amalfi Drive. Nice. Mm. Good choice. Um, final question. Mm. It's going to be about makeup. Someone goes, you've got to go to Europe now. Three things in your makeup bag, and it can't be a makeup planner. Oh, your products, okay. what would they be? would be correct and even, because it really helps even out my complexion completely. Mm-hmm. Um, instant eye lift, because mm-hmm. I'm always dark under the eyes. And if I don't have lashes on, mascara. Right. If I do have lashes on, then a pink gloss. Okay. Simple, done Simple. face. Yeah, amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. So that was Trish. And after listening back to that, I kind of want to go to New York and have a cocktail and walk around feeling quite fierce. She has this empowering effect. And I think that's probably why her public appearances are still so enormously popular, which, by the way, she is doing more of. So I know that she's in London at the end of October and she'll be back in London early next year but she does go around the world talking about makeup and meeting people so I know lots of you tune in from lots of places across the world so do look out for her in a city near you soon and thank you so much for listening and please do rate review and subscribe if you haven't already and I will see you next week with a new guest bye Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 